0: Welcome to Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah. Ha ha ha.
1: Welcome everybody to a very special episode of Count Creepyhead Saturday Morning Monster Mash. It's Dumpster Fire Theater Time! Ba, 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 How's everybody
0: doing? Pretty good. I was better before watching this movie, but you know, pretty good.
1: Wow. Today, we are going to be reviewing the classic from 1987, Munchies. Uh-huh. I am joined by my prestigious panel. Professional podcaster extraordinaire, Mike Alvarez. Thank Say you,
0: thank
1: hello. you. Hello. Also joined by world famous improv comedian Don D'Arazio. Don, how are you doing? World famous, world
2: famous. Well, yeah. I mean, you ha- you have maybe.
1: global milk, so yeah, maybe, you're yeah. maybe improv-
2: counting famous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, you got a lot of Twitter likes, right?
2: No. I don't go on Twitter anymore. I haven't been on Twitter in years. (laughs) F Twitter. (laughs) No one uses Twitter. Uh, We're on TikTok now. All right. TikTok Everybody's on TikTok now. Okay.
3: All right. I mean, I am.
2: (laughs) Everyone's on the gram and the TikToks. Nobody, only your grandma uses Facebook. All right.
1: Oh, I'm still (laughs) on Facebook. I'm still on Friendster.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I heard there was this thing called MySpace at one point.
0: <laughs> oh, the top six.
1: I don't care what anybody says. MySpace was the coolest of all the social my, things because yeah, you could it, put music on it.
2: It was. MySpace was way better, and I don't I, know. I don't uh, understand why it died. I hated MySpace with a passion.
1: Really?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, because it was one of those things where I couldn't really, like, post my artwork. I could post my artwork, but it only lasted for, like, five minutes on screen. So it was very annoying to try to share art with my friends. I was like, damn it! So, And plus, it's like, I didn't like, every time I went to someone's page, I had to wait five minutes for all of the animated GIFs and music to start before I could start scrolling. I think you
2: just had a shitty dial-up
0: connection. (laughs) I I I had a shitty computer at the time, yes. But that's what I'm saying. Like, when it... Those old websites where it was like, oh yeah, we're gonna have like fourteen MIDI files and a bunch of gifts start playing. It always slowed everything down. It sucked. I hated MySpace. Now oh. LiveJournal, that was the shit.
1: Isn't that still a thing?
0: It is. Cool. but nobody uses it anymore.
1: Uh, let me give you guys a rundown of the technical specs of the movie before we dive right in in our opinions. Again, like I said, this was made in 1987, direct to video. With some notable actors, first and foremost is Harvey Corman as Cecil Waterman. Harvey Corman, I knew him from the Star Wars Christmas special, but he was really big on the Carol Burnett show. Mm-hmm. He plays multiple characters. Also joining the cast is Hardy Rawls. He is the dad from Pete and Pete. If you guys couldn't place him, he was big at the cop.
0: I was gonna that say was, the whole I, time I was watching him, I'm going, <laughs> I know this guy, but I can't think of where.
1: And almost horror royalty Robert Picardo has uh, a supporting role as this down in his luck ice cream vendor uh, Honestly, with this hair. This
2: movie was 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 only missing Dick Miller. Like
1: this, yeah, it would have fit in perfectly. Uh, directed by Tina Hirsch, who is a award-winning editor who is known for Gremlins, Airplane 2, Death Race 2000, Dante's Peak. And uh, this is pretty much her only feature-length directorial movie. We probably know why.
2: Yeah.
1: Because
2: <laughs> um, she ripped off Gremlins?
1: Yeah. I think and... this was just kind of a contract job with uh, Roger Corman and concord video if i had to guess um what what's everybody's opinion on this dawn i'm gonna venture a guess that you didn't like this
3: i hmm
2: okay i had determined on the first viewing which i had zoned out of several times uh (laughs) and like oh crap uh this movie's still going on kind of thing um I had I had come to the conclusion that if I had seen it as a child I probably would have fond memories of it now and be like what are you talking about this is the best movie ever um yeah I don't have that
0: <laughs> I, I, just, I you I you his, might you might not have that uh, even if you saw it as a child just like yeah,
2: I just uh, yeah I I everything I just saw was just a blatant gremlins rip off to me even down to the fact that they drive a gremlin with a license plate that says gizmo on it
0: yep
1: <laughs> yeah there's a gremlin toy making it it makes a cameo in paul's bedroom that i had to pause and i was like son of a bitch they couldn't be more on the nose could they <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah they They so- were determined to to rip off gremlins
1: okay don how How would you rate it as a gremlins rip off?
2: Um, okay, so what, one out of five gremlins, is that how I'm doing it? I sure. I would give it, I would give it, I would give this a three gremlins kind of thing. It's about halfway. Um, it's the camp of it. I think that, uh, I was like, okay, I could, I could stick with it just because of the campiness mm-hmm. of what's going on. But yeah, it, it, it doesn't, I mean, they got wet and they didn't multiply. No, they had to multiply some other way. Ugh.
1: <laughs> In the stupidest fucking way. Did <laughs> to keep finding ways to chop them up? Oh uh,
2: <laughs> even even John ralphio didn't is sitting here going no nope. <laughs> no no. Oh, so if funny. you hear little meows, that's it's him.
0: Mike, what would you think? Well, I remembered liking this movie. Uh, it was one of those staples as a child. Watched it all the time as a kid, and um, I remembered very little of the actual movie. I know you and I were talking off the air uh, prior to this. Yeah. And I re- I remembered, what was it Mavis? Was that her name? Yep. Uh, I remembered her saying cheese squeeze makes my eyeballs itch. That stuck with me through all these years. <laughs> Going back and watching it as an adult. Oh, my God. It, it it took me a while to get through this. Like, I had to keep stopping it and coming back to it. Um, I don't want to say I hate it because there are moments that did, you know, make me chuckle because it was so stupid. Um, but yeah, it's not good. Even through the lens of lens of nostalgia, I can't, I I can't save it. It's bad.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess I'll throw my two cents in here. I love this as a kid. This was one of my like go-to rentals and it played on HBO on a loop for the longest time when I was uh, a kid. So anytime it was on, I preferred this to gremlins and ghoulies and critters and, there was something about how stupid the munchies were that I connected to, probably because I was an idiot. Um, <laughs> and I loved the the aesthetic of the film. I loved how, like, over-the-top 80s Pee-wee's Playhouse, everything looked. Mm-hmm. I was, like, just very comfortable, and I enjoyed it. And I liked that the munchies talked, which is another thing I thought was great. Like, they had little one-liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching it critically, it's hot dog shit. Yeah. It's really bad. Uh, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, I'd say it's, it's there with like the first critters and oh. the first ghoulies, you know, it's like, you're it's just like, I don't know what the fuck they were thinking mm-hmm. with half the stuff in this movie. Um, but it's still worth watching because it's so fucking weird. In some of the shit that they, they do, <laughs> uh, every five minutes I was like, why are they doing this? Over yeah. and over and over. It didn't make any fucking sense to me. Some of the places that they went, some of the shit that they decided to go with for their their gremlin knockoffs, none of it made sense. Yeah. And then it's over. So I even
2: have a I have a note somewhere and I don't know where where it's placed yet. I probably will when it shows up. Where I literally wrote down something going, I was gonna make fun of this, but then something else happened.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Because it's such <laughs> fucking shit.
1: Um <laughs> The movie kind of exists as a vehicle for Harvey Corman pretty much. Like the comedic stylings of Harvey Corman <laughs> who asked for this. No, you know who asked
0: for it? No, it's
2: because at this time in the 80s there was a nostalgia thing for Carol Burnett, the Carol Burnett show because of Dorf
1: then why didn't All they get because Dorf? of Dorf. Well, because <laughs> Dorf. they couldn't
2: get Tim Conway because he was doing Dorf videos. So they had to go with Harvey Corman.
1: Yeah, I guess. Oh, I, God, I forgot about Dorf. Dorf Goes Fishing is one of the funniest damn things ever because he puts shoes on his knees and that's comedy gold. Um I mean, it kind of is. But, yeah, like what kid, because this is marketed to kids, was like, man, Harvey Corman! Oh, boy. Nobody. I didn't. I didn't realize it was two different actors until I was older. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize Harvey Corman was a thing until I was like 35 when he was long dead. So it was just all very strange to me. I think somebody knew him or something and they just went with it. Um, you guys want to just dive into this masterpiece, quote unquote? Sure. Uh, why not? Go this
2: for is, it. I'm looking up to see when Harvey Corman died now.
3: So.
1: <laughs> uh, 2011, I think. Don't quote me on that. I looked up all this as I was watching it for the third time, which I regret deeply. 2008.
2: 2008.
1: Okay, sort of close, give or take five years. Um, Munchies. Rated PG-13 for I don't know why. It. Let's start. It
2: involves a bunch of munchies. Because munchies is a a drug reference.
1: (laughs) Maybe there's nudity when they hand... uh, uh, Arnold Ziffel of Playboy magazine, maybe, I don't know. There, there uh, was
0: that amazing sex scene, maybe that's what put it over the top.
1: Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> Munchies opens in Mexico, South America, Peru. They're not really clear, it's clearly just California. As a TV-obsessed comic, in like he wants to be a comedian, uh, named Paul, joins his father, who is named Simon, On an archaeological dig as they're looking for ancient aliens. Yes, this is before Ancient Aliens, a TV show. So they're trying to find proof that aliens built the pyramids or aliens something. And they enter a temple. The Temple of the Chimichanakas is what (laughs) they say. I had it on subtitles, so I had to triple check that. And they, in the process of going through this very cheap-looking Legends of the Hidden Temple set... They find a weird-ass-looking Jawa thing that sounds like gizmo. Like they got Holly Mandel's brother or something to voice. (laughs) It's literally the size of a Barbie doll. It's wearing a robe with a bandolier. And it's like a reptile thing. I don't know what it's...
2: It's a baby Yoda.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I guess it's like... Baby Yoda, if he was in bread, didn't have pointy ears. It's like a dinosaur with hair with a cloak. I don't get why the fuck they thought that was the best look for a Gremlins ripoff. But he was no, one of the, the you Pizza
0: Hut Land Before Time puppets just covered in I, hair.
2: No, yeah, I was gonna say it looks like that thing from Flight of the Navigator. The little, oh the yeah, little, yeah, that's yeah. what I was. That's what it looks like. That little. It,
1: it's a cheap '80s yeah. special effect. Uh, yeah, in the, the process, I'm, they. I'm sorry oh, to cut you off. Did, did you say they were the Chimichangas? What did you call them? Chimichanicas or Jimmy I don't. I think it was trying to be funny.
0: <laughs> I I missed that totally. So I was like, wait, what? Look, look, look!
2: I I already have so many issues with this movie just with <laughs> this opening scene. All
3: right.
2: Yeah. First of all, they couldn't get William Ragsdale because they obviously that's who they wanted.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got poor man's William Ragsdale. Uh, Paul the hero If you want to even call him the hero of the movie Has that like snarky I want to be a comedian chick that's in like every character <laughs> In the 80s is rocking Oh, oh he like,
2: really He just wants to go to LA and be a comedian What a loser <laughs> I don't know anyone who did that <laughs> Okay go on
1: Don, thankfully you don't make Nick at night jokes non-stop like oh, Paul I does they,
2: they are horrible jokes um, They are horrible
1: But he's got that, like, poor man Steve Gutenberg thing going on, and it just doesn't fucking work for him. And I hate him the minute I see him, every time I see him. Uh, In the process, so they find this weird gizmo Jawa thing. They trick it into climbing into their duffel bag with a candy bar, and they find some glowing reanimator juice hanging around in a bubbling puddle. And the dad steals it.
2: Why is it always reanimated? Mike, this whole week has been reanimator
1: juice. I I put right on here. Were they hanging out with
0: Charlie (laughs) Band again?
1: (laughs) They had to be. Or it must have been like the cheapest thing. Like you go to any dollar store in the 80s and just get glow sticks out the wazoo. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, Cue the opening credit sequence, which is like a Saved by the Bell, Peewee's Playhouse ordeal with crazy fonts and triangular letters for the Munchies logo. And it gets eaten. Because they're munchies and they eat things, which isn't really a plot point at all, but it's in the movie. Uh, we cut to Dad and Paul driving home, and they meet Cindy. Or they actually hop on an airplane. They leave. There's some talk with, like, the scared locals who all ran away. They fly home to the airport, and they meet Cindy, Paul's girlfriend, who has the biggest shoulder pads, this side of DJ Tanner.
0: Was she, was it just me, or did, was she really trying to be Boof from uh, um Teen Wolf? She was. Yeah. she had that look. Yep. What um, was it? Even her? It could have been her. I, I thought it was at first. <laughs> I looked it up, and I'm like, okay, it's not Boof, but I, I swear, I thought she was trying to be Boof. I
2: I'm more concerned that you know what? This was the 1980s, though, so you know they they kind of snuck this alien monster on a plane,
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: crossed international borders with it, but no one, you know, no one was questioning it.
0: Yeah, no, I was yeah. questioning Howie Mandel in a duffel bag.
1: Yeah. Tiny dinosaur Howie Mandel with jaw closed. I don't fucking know. Who speaks English. <laughs> of course. Strangely.
0: And and Spanish though. You know, he does yeah. throw out a key a few keywords.
2: He, he, he was like, oh amigo. Yeah. He, He's he, he amigo. knew me. Yeah. yeah. He
0: was like, yo quiero, taco bell.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> no
2: mas, no mas.
1: <laughs> they land in California. They meet Cindy, Paul's girlfriend, and all they want to do is talk about TV. And Battle of the Network Stars, which I didn't realize was on in 1987, but apparently it was. Oh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: The Mets, or some fucking baseball team. It and was that's just it. The
2: Giants, wasn't it?
1: The, the Giants. There's, this movie has this weird background obsession with television because that's all people did in the 80s, apparently. Um, they head home to Sweetwater, which is some sort of California desert town. Like many in the eighties, it's like this up and coming residential community on the way there. They are stopped by local idiot cop, Eddie, uh, who yells at Paul and Cindy for speeding or for a noise violation. It's really fucking bizarre. It just should introduce you to Eddie, who is the bumbling deputy.
2: I didn't even write any notes about Eddie because he's so stereotypical. Uh, I didn't need to. He's
0: Honestly, just bad comedy. <laughs> yeah. He reminded me of the brother from Motel Hell. Yeah. The, exactly. the weird
1: cop brother. I was like, this. Is, it's like he's trying to be that guy. He has, everything is oversized on him, so his cop outfit doesn't fit. He has giant glasses, and he's always citing codes that don't make sense.
2: I half expected him to say, don't bother me while i clean in my bedroom. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: come out with a vacuum cleaner
1: <laughs> um we get home and then we are introduced to cecil waterman who is simon waterman's brother paul's uncle who he's just harvey corman in a bad elvis wig with a bad mustache and we're introduced to our first of many cecil waterman commercials this one's for a wine cooler and he's surfing <laughs> so he's got like this business that's only in their sweetwater town and he's like a jack of all trades. And he's got all these like irons in the fire for like his different businesses. Um, and he's secretly spying on his brother because he wants to buy his brother's house to build something evil. I don't fucking know. Uh, I might've had like it my nose in this
2: community. Why does he really need to buy his brother's house? It's literally the two of them.
1: Because yeah. in
0: the eighties, it was all about real estate moguls.
2: Like the two of them could stay there
1: he wants to build a mall i think
2: yes because that that's that's the commercial where i was like you know what i could see his side
1: yeah (laughs) um paul and cindy feed the jawa junk food and declare that his he's a munchie and that his name is arnold ziffel who is the pig from green acres yes i think yes um Dad heads out to the university to share his findings uh, about ancient aliens and leaves Paul to watch Arnold and makes a bet with him, says if he can win the bet, which is watching Arnold and keeping him safe for a weekend. If he wins the bet, he can go to L.A. and become a comic. If he loses the bet, he has to go to community college and make something of himself.
2: Oh, I went to community college. I didn't make shit out of myself.
1: Same. It's a lose lose for Paul. <laughs> uh, as Simon's leaving, they have a really bad split screen with the actor on both sides, and Cecil tells Simon that he wants to buy the land for evil land developer reasons. That whatever, it's just an eighties movie, and of course, and if it wasn't Munchies, it'd be like a ski tournament or a fucking dance off or some <laughs>
0: shit. They're gonna close close the youth center.
1: Yeah, um, but
2: they need it for the hacky sack festival, guys. Come on! Oh, we haven't reached that point yet.
1: Oh, do not make fun of the greatest character in this movie, dude McIntosh.
2: <laughs> God, that guy.
1: You, who mean, is,
2: you mean the Trey Parker ripoff? Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: we meet dude McIntosh, Cecil's stepson, next, who is playing hacky sack, and. But, but, but my, but fucking, my notes suck. We meet dude Mac, McIntosh, he's playing hacky sack, and Cecil bribes him $500 to break into Paul's house and steal the munchie because he knows about it because he was spying on him. So he can either bribe his cousin or use the munchie for something. He just wants the fucking munchie. Um, Paul and Cindy debate about food. It's another running gag in the movies. They're always talking about food and wanting to get food. Yeah, and they
2: and they like talk badly about Bob's Big Boy. Fuck you two! I already hate you two now. Yeah,
1: you, know, Big bad about, now, you don't Big Boy's mentioned. Do about not bad, ever about speak bad. bad about Big Boy, a national treasure. Uh, Cindy says she's had some sort of diet I've never heard of, where she only eats cold-blooded creatures. Yeah, God, what is that? Uh, I forget the name of it, but they, they adds the thing P- where it's
0: like I don't
2: know. No, that's something. what they. I don't know what one that is.
0: It, she's yeah, an
1: asshole.
0: It's a type of vegetarian that also eats fish. She's Brittany with the vegan sliders.
1: That's right. (laughs)
3: Uh,
1: We cut back to dude singing Grateful Dead and he's singing Trucking Down to Buffalo. Cecil is fed up with this shit and he tries to choke him with the cord to his stereo and then asks him to commit some crimes for $500 again to break into the house of his neighbor and steal the munchie. Paul and Cindy decide to give Arnold Zipple some porn so they can sneak off and fuck. And by I say, when I say fuck, I mean roll around under the sheets with like laser guns and squeaky hammers. And, Wait, and
2: how do you and it sex? goes on for way too long, too?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, um, like
2: I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I've had enough of this couple's weird sex stuff.
1: I don't <laughs> think like, they know how to have sex. Or it's the 80s, and that's like they just wanted to tiptoe around it to keep it PG-13, but they had under the covers and tickle themselves and Play Twister.
0: It reminded me of when Daffy Duck would get excited and just kind of like bounce on things going, woohoo, woohoo.
1: Yeah. Like it It was that kind of an animated cloud of people fighting (laughs) with like fists and legs poking out of the sheets for no particular reason. Billy Um, and
2: Kate never did that in front of Gizmo. That's all I'm going to say.
1: No. (laughs) They had class. Right. Or just let them watch. You know, you've already (laughs) corrupted them with candy and television. Just let them
2: watch. Well, he tried to join
0: in,
1: he knew it was up.
0: While he was looking at them porno mags, he was like, I got some ideas.
1: Pretty much. I don't know what porno mag they gave him, but it must have been like a penthouse or a hustler. Uh, (laughs) We get another commercial from Cecil. (laughs) This time it's for Western Beefland, and this is where we're introduced. No, we're not introduced to Mavis yet, but some woman just goes on about how great the tater tots are. Mm -hmm. This is the one commercial I thought was actually pretty funny. um, Because it just, what a name for a restaurant, Western Beefland, with like 180 feet of buffet or something just... Pure 80s insanity. Uh Cecil and Dude sneak into the house to try to steal Arnold and um Jesus. Alright, they sneak into the house, then we cut back to Paul and Cindy having sex. This is where you get a good look at Paul's bedroom and he has a gremlin's twin and an Evil dead poster and all kinds of just like they took a couple minutes to decorate his room. It looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Arnold sneaks in and tries to have a threesome. And crawl under the sheets and do a little reach around or tickle somebody's balls or stick a finger in somebody's butt. They're never really like 100% clear on it, but they kick him out of the bedroom. Uh, we get a good look at dude and he's really really hairy and it's kind of creepy. They break into the house. Arnold is pissed off that he can't have sex with Paul and Cindy, so he's trashing the kitchen and going through the cupboards and like eating cereal. And this is where you get a good look that it's just a hand puppet. Yeah, like you never see their legs and they have that like punch and Judy thing where like your thumb and your pinky are moving the arms. Mm-hmm. So they kind of only can just clap. Um, and Cecil and dude try to steal this hand puppet munchie and he runs around the counters. And it's clearly just somebody with their hand out of sight. Moving the munchie around uh, and they steal Arnold. They trick him with like some rawhide on a rope and yep. lure him into a bag, and they clearly just built the puppet over one of those KB Toys crawling baby toys.
0: i say, but the uh, the the hand puppet thing was not anywhere near as good as the rat ghoulie.
1: No. Because that,
0: that was clearly a hand puppet a few times.
1: Uh, there really was no opportunity for you to go,
0: meow, 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 meow,
1: meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rat ghoulie and the cat gooley. We um, cut back to Paul and Cindy still fucking, and he feels the need to incorporate a squeaky hammer like the kind you get at uh, Carnival mm-hmm. Into their sex um, Nothing says Fill me up Make me your woman Any other kinky shit like a fucking squeaky toy hammer
2: I'm just gonna say You know this guy wants to be a comic In LA He would get laughed off the gong show
1: mm-hmm. yeah. He wouldn't make it on Star Search Yeah Nothing
2: He's just not funny
1: <laughs> He sucks Paul Don't Don't be a comedian no,
2: listen to your dad. Go find yeah. a career.
1: <laughs> you know when you get older and you realize your parents were right all along for yelling at you to like get your shit together? Mm-hmm. Just take it from us, Paul. Just don't do it. Just quit now. You've got a pet hand puppet thing and you could work at Western Beefland with your uncle clearly gave you a great job. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your fucking time in, in LA in nineteen eighty seven. You're gonna get eaten alive. Don't do it. Judy Cludos you know it- out there, like just controlling the scene. You're never going to be anything.
2: I will say it's the height of hair metal, though. So maybe you will get some, like, groupies that were shunned away.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> never know. You could be, like, the opening act for Striper or something. <laughs> because get, get the Striper leftovers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, Striper is going a little too much there, guys. I was talking, like, lower tier than that. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, sabotage? Mike, you know music way better than I do. I don't fucking know. I'm <laughs> not lying.
2: I was <laughs> talking maybe like the Striker cover band.
1: Okay. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: uh, we, you know, match.
1: <laughs> now we cut to Cecil's house and he has this weird obsession with his fish tank and his aquatic tropical fish. The fish water is like really brown and gross for whatever mm-hmm. fucking reason.
2: That's my note. That's what it is. I was gonna, I was gonna say something about the dirty fish tank, but look at that fabulous kitchen. That's what I wrote.
1: <laughs> yeah, like the house looks like aesthetically, it looks awesome. He's got like black and white tiles and like bright neon colors. It's very eighties. It looks really cool. It's like the inside of a Spencer's gifts, and he's got this in fish the tank 80s. that's that's filled with like YooHoo chocolate milk, and he's got fish in there somehow. It's disgusting. As a fish owner. His fish are already dead. Yep. Uh, and Arnold is on the pool table and clearly somebody's reaching their hand up through the pool table pocket and just doing a land before time puppet thing with him. And it really sucks. <laughs> uh, we it's cut back so to Paul and having more weird sex. Like, I don't know why they want to keep hammering that away.
2: Like, seriously, this, like, come on, we're done. Yeah, they didn't even show anything. We're they, done.
0: They, the, the people making this film thought that was a really
1: funny joke, and it just wasn't. Kids
2: are going to love this.
1: It's not. Just stop. Uh, Cecil leaves Arnold with Dude. And then we get some funny, like, Dude and Arnold fighting each other. So Dude just leaves Arnold on the pool table. And he goes back to, like, getting high and listening to Grateful Dead. So Arnold decides to, like, throw records and cue balls at him and making a lot of noise. And Dude gets pissed. And there's some funny shenanigans with Arnold surfing on a record.
0: It was so weird.
1: It's really fucking strange. Uh, the disrespected final. Like uh, yeah, I'm he, so angry. He breaks a thirty-five import of the Grateful Dead, and that pisses him off. So the dude goes from, like, 0 to 100 and gets all murdery with the munchie. <laughs> Again, we get another shot of the fish tank looking fucking disgusting. Dude decides to get out a rifle. Dude Macintosh, not just dude, some random guy. And starts, like, Elmer fighting... At uh, Arnold and shoots him point blank with a shotgun. And then he gets a knife out and cuts him in half because we need to set this up that if you cut a munchie in half, it grows into more munchies. Because dun, so, dun, dun. Yeah. you can't
2: get a, you can't use the water thing because we got to make this a little distinctive from.
1: Yeah, th- this is totally original and creative. Uh, so he cuts Arnold in to two pieces and he grows into four munchies. Uh, then we cut to Cecil picking up his wife Melvis, and she comments that she adopted Dude because she felt bad for him because he was so ugly and stupid. Like this whole setup. <laughs> I'm sorry, that cracked me up. There's yeah. lots of scenes with Cecil driving around this like ice cream delivery van thing, mm. like a bread truck, with Melvis in the passenger seat, sitting on a stool, and just them driving around and talking.
2: It makes no sense. Cause he has like this huge Cadillac too. Like, it's, why did you pick the truck to go pick her up?
1: It's very fucking bizarre. And they never, there's never any mention of what's in the back of it. He mm-hmm. just drives it around. Um, and then when you get shots of the side, it's clearly just like a logo taped over this older panel, like panel van that they have for whatever fucking reason. Uh, now we cut back to inside Cecil's house. Arnold is now four distinct munchies, all with different voices one of them sounds very much like Frank Walker.
0: Uh, <laughs> he totally did.
1: So it might be Frank Walker. I don't know. But dude has decided to just ignore the problem and go back to his chair and listen to uh, More Grateful Dead. And the Munchies decided to turn the music up really loud, which kills him. So mm-hmm. he gets death by stereo.
3: I welcome to.
1: Because
2: I was like. Really, is that how they're going to kill him? By really loud music? Death by
0: stereo? <laughs> uh, only the Lost Boys did it much better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Paul and Cindy realized that Arnold is missing after they spent four hours playing grab ass or whatever the fuck they were doing. Uh, I'm not sure what the fuck it was, but they decided to stop making the sex joke. They end up outside looking for Arnold. Like, they're just out in the open screaming like, Arnold, Arnold. They find the munchies on top of a garbage. No, they're on a roof. They're doing like a... The dishes are done, man, with a (laughs) a gun. So there's this long shootout with the munchies. The munchies end up stealing a gremlin. And a chase scene ensues where there's a blacked out gremlin, a car with blacked out windows that's supposed to be driven by the munchies, being chased by Paul and Cindy. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Uh, In the process, they drive past Eddie the Cop. And Eddie Cop pulls him over when they trick him into helping by saying that they're doing government business for the CIA, and he's gonna blow up the local golf course, which is of course owned by Cecil, and it's named Melvis Land. Uh, I, yeah,
2: I think I think you're right. I think it is Melvis Land.
1: Um
0: but there's that really stupid joke where where he says that uh, Cindy's dad works for the CIA CIA and they're you know on a secret mission, blah blah blah. And then after they send the cop off, you know, on this fake mission, she's like, how did you know my dad worked for the CIA?
1: Huh? Yeah. Like, I, Oh, look, he really does. Meh, meh. It, God, this fucking movie. These jokes, <laughs> they hit harder when I was like eight. Uh, they didn't one... hit at
2: all. all right. <laughs> I don't care what how old you are. They didn't hit at all.
1: This is I... my time to admit that I was an idiot. I, <laughs> I'm still an idiot. And I laugh very I... easily.
0: I mean, to uh, be fair, I,
1: I liked it as
0: a kid, too, but I don't know why.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, we get a fun joyride scene with the munchies, and they stop by an old lady who... Or they, they sideswipe an old lady who decides to light fireworks and throw them at them.
0: Okay, come on, the old <laughs> yeah, lady that, is cool. The old lady is was, cool. That part was funny. I'm going to give you
1: that. And she's got this... They run her off the road, and she's got this really funny quib about i don't know it must be a reference to something but she says i ain't gonna take that from no american motor car <laughs> that's the line of dialogue
2: Though i think she's driving a dodge challenger
1: <laughs> yeah it's
2: <laughs> okay
1: really fucking weird uh the munchies wind the window to the gremlin down and point a gun at her and now we see that the munchies have stolen all dudes like hippie swag and they're wearing it like flair so one of the munchies has a funny hat, one of them's got sunglasses. They're all flared up, so you can kind of tell that they're different characters. Um they cut to Eddie protecting Melvis Land, and it's just Eddie being an idiot cop, like bouncing left and right, trying to be tough. It again, it's really fucking strange. Uh and then we cut to Cecil talking about he's how he's using toxic waste to make his food. To again make him evil. <laughs>
0: yeah, this is. Yeah, because that makes sense. Uh the the ni- eighties and nineties were just full of this, like
1: the- toxic waste, evil land developers. Yep, it's it's weird.
2: But he's uh, using the toxic waste in the food.
0: Yeah,
1: that's I was gonna say, the
2: difference.
1: This yeah. one other was places a, a... just
2: produce it while they're making the
0: food. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, he was definitely he was hitting it with his special neutralizing agent and turning it into tater tot dust.
1: Like, yeah, what? I this mean, why you need tater way you shouldn't It's a way
2: to get rid of it. I mean, if it's not <laughs> harmful,
0: it's yeah. working fine.
1: You're supposed <laughs> to bury it in New York City for the homeless to eat.
0: Yeah, so you can get chuds.
1: Yeah. Um Melvis and Cecil come home and they find beloved dude dead in his chair from sound poisoning? Question mark. <laughs> and their house is trashed and the fish are dead thanks to the ghoulies the gremlins whatever the hand puppets this is sort of the end of act one i'm saying act one because there are no acts i just wanted no. to pause what do you guys think so far
0: <laughs> i hate it <laughs> it's i mean okay there are a few like dumb jokes like that the sound poisoning thing I was like wait what and I did laugh at that just because it was so stupid but yeah I, I the whole time I was watching this I kept questioning why did I like this was there is there a part that I'm not remembering like what was it that made me like this as a kid I think it was just because it was on HBO all the time
1: yeah um, there's a lot of movies I could go back to and be like why the f- Yahoo Serious was funny hey, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know? hey. Oh, young, young Einstein. We don't,
2: we don't talk bad
0: about Young Einstein. <laughs> um, I
1: used to think Leonard Part 6 was a, a classic. <laughs> like yeah. Times change.
0: I'm right there with you. And who, oh boy, no. <laughs> that and Ghost Dad I was all about when I was a kid.
1: Yeah. Um, but let me ask you guys a question. Don? Yes. Do you that like senior me. citizens? Do you like old people?
2: <laughs> um, yes.
1: Mike? Let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you like pubic hair?
0: <laughs> um, sure, why not?
1: Well, guess what? The new product launch from Aunt Mavis coming this uh. summer. <laughs> it's Aunt Mavis's magic Merkin. Have you guys ever played with Wooly Wooly? Oh yes. <laughs> well now all the got time. Oh, Aunt Mavis's magic magic merkin, where we answer the question what does this senior citizen's pubic hair look like? <laughs> we've got <laughs> all. We've got The regular standard grandma and grandpa varieties But we also have celebrity brands Like we have the Blanche Devereaux Which surprise, there is no pubic hair in there <laughs> <laughs> And you can get the Burt Reynolds Did you ever know that it was actually a lightning bolt? It can be because you can make it with a magnet and metal shavings oh,
2: That's man. right I'm looking forward to the Hitler stash
1: Oh yep. no! <laughs> Aunt Mavis's magic merkin. Now you can give any senior citizen pubic hair the way you like it. <laughs> By Blamo. available at Kmart's nationwide. <laughs> Back to the show. You can thank Susie for this. She said uh, bad jokes might help the flow of uh, <laughs> the dumpster fire theater <laughs> episode. So I'm trying I, it out. I'm throwing them in here.
0: I just think it's hilarious that like that was exactly what we were talking about at the at the party. Oh, yeah, I just—I completely stole it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was like I somewhere along the line, Aunt Maple's magic merkin came up, and we fucking lost it. I was like, "That's amazing! I love it."
1: Um, we cut back to the munchies still in the Gremlin driving around California, and they attack a motorcycle gang, and we get a stunt that if you've ever watched movies in the '80s, you've seen a hundred times before: of the motorcycle gang riding off a bridge into a lake or a pond. Ugh. Um, <laughs> we cut <laughs> so back bad. to Cecil and Eddie And they're pretty sure dude's dead There's lots of tension And Cecil admits that he's selling His toxic food stuff to the commies mm-hmm. Again Just to keep completely hammer away How evil Cecil is Well because the commies didn't
0: ask any questions They just want to cut
1: Yeah because they're evil and they're Russian Take that Putin uh, The moochies The moochies The munchies now attack some inner tubers because we need more shenanigans from the munchies. So it's inner tubing because it's the 80s and that's what people did. Uh, It's just the lake from Creepshow 2 Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: two girls on inner tube. The munchies pull up to the side of the lake, jump in and attack them because they're bimbos and they're in the water and there's an inner tube. Those girls sucked. Like they they were the worst.
0: (laughs) Oh, no. The munchies start attacking the one. And the other one just starts taking off, like, see ya. And then, you know, she's like, oh, my God, you're not going to help me. And then they start attacking the other friend. And then the girl who was getting attacked, she takes off. And she's like, oh, my God, you're not going to help me. Like, what the
1: fuck? Yeah. And the girls have a random aside about Western Beefland, which is just like a running gag in the movie for whatever reason. <laughs> um, Paul shows up with a baseball bat and saves the day. So he, like, runs into the water and swings it, hand puppets in the water and looks like a complete douchebag. Mm-hmm.
0: And sends and, flying.
1: The munchies run out of the water and run into a sewer pipe, which happens several times in the movie. This is the first time that it happens. We now cut to an ice cream shop, and we get to meet Buddy Holly Jr., who is the little kid of a family of ice cream owners that they have these really cool-looking melted ice cream hats that they wear. I was just going to say that. Those were cool. Uh, <laughs> The munchies come out of this sewer pipe. There's a weird ET gag where... One of the munchies, Arnold, I'm assuming, goes to touch fingers with Buddy Holly, mm-hmm. and they have like some stock music that's supposed to sound like ET. And Robert Picardo shows up and saves the day. Uh, it's really weird. I think he like brings the kids inside. Like he's don't touch them. It's like this. Just hey, Robert Picardo. <laughs> we then cut to a clip of Cecil and Melvis, and Melvis has changed a flat tire on their <laughs> weird Scooby van.
0: I will say this part genuinely made me laugh because it was so fucking stupid. Because she was like, would have been easier if you had a jack. And I'm like, wait, she lifted that truck by herself.
1: Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's weird so comedy. D- it's funny because Melvis so d- is just a very strange character. Uh, <laughs>
3: so dumb. Then, I
1: love it. For no fucking reason, just for plotting, Cindy and Paul decide that they're not going to chase the munchies who are in the sewers and they want to stop and get ice cream. Mm hmm. In particular, the worst flavor of ice cream ever: rum raisin. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think that's just a joke, like anchovies on pizza.
2: No, anchovies on pizza really happen.
1: I was gonna say I actually, <laughs> I actually like anchovies. So. Okay, you, olive you, <laughs> eating sardine loving weirdo.
0: <laughs> I told you before, I have an old man palate.
1: Um, I will,
2: I will tell you. Just side note: working in a pizza place, it doesn't happen a lot but anchovies do i i would say i have to deliver one at least once a week Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah once out of all for the whole week yeah so yeah it does happen
0: i don't get them often uh it's usually if it's like just me and jess because she really likes them too um so like if if caleb happens to be like sleeping at my parents house and we decide to get pizza again very rare um but yeah that'll happen occasionally and there's a few of the guys that i work with at work who really like them so if we order a pizza from ventries at work we'll get uh we'll get anchovies on it so
2: i'm I'm gonna tell you right now they're making the fun out of you because we do for everyone who
0: orders it
2: from us hey (laughs) (laughs) i mean we're like what's this 109 year old ordering pizza for
0: Uh, (laughs) let's just examine this for a minute it's like haha they're giving me business like (laughs) yep okay that's yep. kind of strange.
1: I have another question, Mike. So you're telling me Caleb's out of the house. Most adults would be like, "Hey, let's get the squeaky hammer, get in the covers." You guys are like, "Let's <laughs> order an anchovy pizza." No, no, no. That's
0: afterward. That's,
1: <laughs> when, they're, that's
2: when they're. That's when they're reenacting
0: scenes from Loverboy No, that's when you when you. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in forever. No, that's how you know you you build up an
1: appetite. So you're like, hey, let's eat anchovies and kiss. No, no, no! You've already already done
2: are, already anch- the kissing. I was gonna say, are anchovies an aphrodisiac? <laughs> uh, not to my knowledge, no. I, oysters Mike. are.
1: I'm, nope. Mike, I'm picturing you and your wife, and you got like a cigarette in your mouth, and you're like, "Baby, order me an anchovy pizza." <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> 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 oh boy, yeah. Um, was, uh,
0: yeah. Anchovy munchies.
1: In a running gag in the movie, attack Robert Picardo and bite him in his shoulder. The Munchies make a rum raisin joke because rum raisin is a gross ice cream and it's funny. Let,
3: let's, let's
2: talk about knockoff William Ragsdale just standing there, though, while he's being attacked.
1: Yeah, he clearly just didn't have any <laughs> kinda, direction from the director. He's kind of like,
2: can I, can I get a cone? You're like, can, I mean, can you yeah. finish whatever you're doing so I can get, you know, a chocolate
1: chip? Uh, Paul and Cindy run the munchies off then they decide that they're going to take the family to the hospital or the clinic and in the car Robert Picardo has some sort of weird ad-libbing where he comes in and out of consciousness says he fought a grizzly bear and that they're from Nevada and there's some nuclear waste jokes and that the water glows in the dark and it's doesn't hit it's really fucking weird Uh, the clinic they go to is the red coat Oh, Red Coat Realty and Clinic So it's a realtor and a clinic Again, I think this is a joke they thought was funny It just doesn't fucking stick mm-hmm. And they leave the it's, family there
2: I was gonna say, it's the thing that happens in like every small town Like, oh, yeah It's the lawyer and the plumber
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's We cut to Some scenes of Melvis being sad Just because she's got that like Only in the 80s like Paula Dean, but dumber Attitude going on. like I, I don't know what that character type is. But it's like something from the 80s. Where she's got like a southern drawl. And she's a bimbo. And she's like a televangelist's wife. Yeah. It, they're just laying it on super fucking thick. Uh, then Cecil lets you know. That he wants to build a mall. On his brother's property. Cindy and Paul. Decided they're going to read books. To figure out what's going on with the munchies. And they read a book called Fire of the Gods. And it pretty much. They figure everything out. Well, of course,
0: you have to. That's an 80s staple. You find the old book that tells you everything.
2: Did we miss the best Cecil commercial of the two kids like, hey, I'm bored. Let's go break into the school.
1: Uh, You know what? I might have had it in my notes, but we'll just cut to it anyways. Yeah, they're they want to be delinquents and Cecil shows up and offers them his meat stuffs like his beef jerky <laughs> that's made out of toxic waste. And they decide not to be delinquents, and it's pretty fucking weird and funny. Um, this is like, when the movie's all over, you realize that the fake commercials from Cecil are probably the best thing in the movie, uh, just from like a comedic standpoint, and everything else is kind of take it or leave it. Uh, but yeah, they, f- they read about the munchies, and they figure out they can be stopped by the fire of the gods, and they don't know what that is, but it's pretty fucking obvious in about a half an hour. Um don't cut the munchies. Again, they figure out that like you're not supposed to cut them into pieces. Again, just for plot-pointing reasons. Uh, then we cut to the golf course that is, is golf land, And the munchies are headed that way. And we cut to Big Ed, who is father of Eddie. And he was at a tactical gear convention. And he just makes some jokes about this sweet tactical gear he got. So he has, like, riot gear on for whatever fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And he's played by Pete and Pete's father, if you're curious who he is. Uh, Cecil is worried that... Oh, Big Ed, actually, he crashes into um, Cecil's house. They go back to Cecil's house for whatever fucking reason. Again, I think it's edited weird. Cecil's worried that the munchies are going to lead to his underground cave system that's under the town that has all of his toxic waste hiding in it. Again, it doesn't... Because
2: everybody has that.
0: Because Captain Planet.
1: Yeah, it (laughs) makes no fucking sense, but it's the 80s. Um, We then cut to Melvis Land, which is having its grand reopening. And the munchies are perverts. So they're in the bushes peeking on some girls that are bending over golfing. But why does golf make everyone horny? Because
0: there's like several people making out in this scene. I don't know. So I'm like, is mini golf an aphrodisiac? Are they like anchovies? I I don't get
1: it. uh, It's just they had to squeeze it in somewhere because it's the 80s Uh, the ice cream parents uh, have left the clinic and now they're playing golf for yeah whatever fucking reason
0: what do you Uh, do when you leave the clinic
1: (laughs) Robert Picardo is really obsessed with making par at mini golf and his son spots the ghoulies again and he's trying to convince his dad that they're there I like that you keep calling them ghoulies Jesus Christ I do (laughs)
0: you were doing it on purpose.
1: Ghoulies, <laughs> munchies, tomato, tomato. Um, oh, God. They cut to a scene of some kids breaking into a soda machine. Again, for whatever fucking reason. And there's a munchie inside of it. And they bite the hand of one of the kids.
0: Well, they were breaking into the soda machine because they didn't get any of the meat stuffs to not be delinquent.
1: Yeah. And they they're getting the soda that's on display in the window <laughs> of the soda machine, not the actual vending machine soda. So it's been like. God knows how old it is, and it's been in the sun in California, so they're getting, like, a really hot Dr. Pibb. (laughs) Mm, Tasty. Um, (laughs) But there's a munchie inside the machine, and he scratches the kid's hand, and he runs over to Big Ed and Cecil, who are hanging out at the grand opening of Mavis's golf course, Funland, whatever, and Ed decides, the two Eds decide that they're going to overreact and get their guns and attack the ghoulies. Um... (laughs) Ah, oh, the munchies. <laughs> it's the funny munchies. every time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, munchies, ghoulies, critters, gremlins. It's okay. We all know what we're talking about.
1: Yep. Uh, I mentioned, I forgot to mention a scene. There's a montage of the munchies having fun at the golf course, like swinging around on the, uh, the windmill, floating in the water. It's just like they taped the to system stuff for some mm-hmm. funny shenanigans for like two minutes to kind of pad the runtime. time. Uh, there's a shootout with the munchies who are hiding inside the windmill at the golf course. And of course, Cecil gets the wonderful idea to get the shears that he used to cut the grand opening rib- ribbon to Melvis Land and attack the ghoulies. Munchies, fuck. <laughs> um, and he cuts the munchies up into pieces because he's an idiot. And oh, yeah. the munchies, something I forgot to mention when you cut a munchie up, it bubbles and grows into a new munchie, complete with clothes.
0: I also like when they actually cut them, you can see the stuffing, like the craft stuffing from a stuffed animal in them. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh,
1: again, the munchies run into a water drainage sewer pipe and they run off and it's just a shot. Like they've got a plywood board with some munchies taped to it and they bob it up and down like they're running. It's a real fancy effect. Um, Cindy and Paul try to save the day they get arrested by the Eds the Munchies decide to make a pit stop at a video store because they want to see
2: some boobs
1: (laughs) yeah it's weird and there's lots of like fun Concord video like Killbots like that's all the posters in there except for Pale Rider from Clint Eastwood Mm -hmm. again I'm not sure why Um, Paul and Cindy trick Eddie again to let them go There is another weird aside About food because you've got Ed Cecil and Mavis Driving in their weird getaway van And Mavis wants pizza with Ed And they just go on and about like salad and pizza Mm -hmm. Like more food jokes, they cut back to the video store There's a fight inside the video store with Paul, Cindy, and the munchies, and you get more Concord posters, and they find out that if you electrocute the munchies, they turn back into statues because they throw one into a television. And it turns into this kind of Machu Picchu Aztecian statue of a munchie, and they break it.
0: I'm sorry, I I have to point this out. So they knew not to cut them in half. You don't want them, because the pieces will come back as more munchies. Why the fuck would they risk it by shattering the statue? I don't know. Like, what if those pieces came back?
2: Yeah, what like, if it's like a t T-1000 bullshit here where he's frozen and gets shattered and then the heat heats it back up and he comes back together? Yeah. As like, like
1: multiple munchies. Yeah. I don't get it. it. It makes no sense. Like, if you put nougat on them, do they come back to life? <laughs> it's it's weird. Uh, You get more food jokes with, Melvis, Ed, and Cecil, as they argue about food, because this needs to be in the movie, because it's munchies. I guess it's the other characters that have the munchies, not the actual killer puppets. Uh, Then Cindy, Paul, and little Eddie decide that they need to go into the caves to track down the munchies. And they're full of bright, trauma, toxic waste cans that are like pink and green.
0: They're just, like, stacked everywhere. They're they're not, like, relegated to a specific area. They're just kind of, like, lining the tunnels
1: haphazardly. It's really weird. And they decided to have a scene where they sync up their watches. Well, Which, again, oh. uh, it, it must be an 80s thing. Mm-hmm. So this is the end of Act 2. What do you guys think? <laughs> oh, boy. Um...
2: I'm going to tell you I've I've already done taking notes on this movie like I just completely stopped because <laughs> yeah because I couldn't concentrate anymore.
1: Because. Yeah, it's it's a chore. This, um,
0: a little before this sequence, it was right after the the golf uh the golf sequence. I had to stop it for like the second time and be like, "All right, I got to go do something else for a while." Cuz like I was just getting so bored. I'm like, "I'm done. I got to come back to it."
1: Um, I went to the bathroom, I splashed cold water on my face, drank some coffee, uh, did a line of cocaine, (laughs) just to stay focused.
0: (laughs) I had the munchies for some reason. I had to go eat snacks.
1: Yeah, I had to eat green beef jerky (laughs) for whatever reason. Uh, So a little peek behind the curtain, munchies came to be uh, as our next movie because I put the movies up for a vote on our facebook page of like what do you guys want to watch next so we had the pit we had munchies and we had the convent and it kind of went back and forth between the pit and munchies but i think people just picked munchies on the poster alone yeah um and that's why we're where we are now but i don't even remember
2: what i voted for
1: (laughs) i don't think you would have the margin was pretty crazy uh people who wanted munchies
0: I also Um, think, though, that it it is one of those 80s movies that people remember because it was on so often. And I I talked about this on the Critters episode of Boogeyman's Closet where it's like people really wanted us to cover Critters, but I have yet to meet someone that actually likes Critters. (laughs) So I'm like, I think it's just that thing of, oh, I remember that. That was a thing when I was a kid. Do that one.
1: Yeah, Uh, I'm sure that there's TV shows you loved as a kid that you thought were great. Mm-hmm. That suck now
0: Oh god absolutely mm-hmm.
1: Like Charles in Charge is probably crap Yeah well, so it's, I,
2: Although I, I find that's back... more because of the people True <laughs> yeah. say, Mr. Back, is Potter probably is
1: unwatchable awesome.
2: Oh yeah well, okay. Welcome yeah. Back Cotter is still the greatest
0: thing ever <laughs> Yeah I still I still love that show
1: Um. So Having said that I have the next batch of three movies picked out That we're going to let people pick And it'll be on Tubi And unfortunately we're going to have to like Watch them for Dumpster Fire Theater. So I'm going to run these by you guys. Let me know what you think. I've got Krusty's, another tiny monster movie. This one is a teenage boy, runs afoul of a witch, and she makes all of the crunchy socks under his bed come alive, and they start killing people. Um, That one is yet 2019, uh, kind of an indie film. Sort of, it reminded me of, I haven't watched it yet. It's a killer Christmas tree, that kind of stuff. It's on Tubi. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Kindergarten Killer. This one is from the early 90s, and it's a play on Kindergarten Cop, I think. But the plot of this one is there's a little person who has to pose as a kindergartner to track down a killer. Um, <laughs> swear to God, so you got Billy Drago as the bad guy, and Eric Roberts as the president. I'm guessing it's like the president's daughter or something is involved and they got a little person action star who I'm not sure if they speak English or anything, but it looked pretty damn sweet. Um, this one I'm hoping because it takes us a long time to get to these movies. Just announced sorority babes in the topless telethon of terror. That's right. Sorority babes part three. Oh, This one, the I'm getting this wrong, probably the. Delta Kappa Sigmas have to raise money for their sorority by having a telethon featuring cameos of all of your favorite full moon characters. Guessing ginger dead man, blade, Tim Thomerson, and of course, uncle Impy gets involved. Shenanigans ensue. So I mean, all
0: three of those are winners to me.
1: These are the three movies that we will be giving to you, the fans to pick from. And you guys let us know which one you Yay. want us to review, and Don will let hate us, you.
2: Let us know how much you hate
0: us. <laughs> <laughs> hate nothing. Those are all amazing sounding.
1: Um, I made all those up. I know. <laughs> but those are real movies. I was uh, sitting
2: here. Look, I will tell you right now. Kindergarten uh, Killer is a game. Because I was looking them up while you were saying it. Yeah, that's a game. There is actually a video game.
0: No shit.
2: Yeah, I don't That's, know if it's I don't know if it's an actual wait hold on I don't know if it's an actual game or just like a YouTube thing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, I know it may actually be a game. I don't know. I can't what I was tell, gonna
1: actually but, suggest is that we each pick a movie on a streaming service, mm-hmm. put it up, let the people decide.
0: That that works. And, yeah, uh, I mean. There's definitely plenty of garbage out there to pick from, so.
1: Yep. Uh, My only requisite would be that they're not good enough to be on Boogeyman's Closet. That's it. Well, I mean, to be fair,
0: (laughs) we've covered some stinkers.
1: I'm pretty sure you would never find a reason to get munchies on Boogeyman's Closet.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I I don't think I put that in there. But we did cover, uh, it was a bloody, bloody Bible camp, so.
1: That was like a hate pick for Maurice.
0: <laughs> and it well, eventually Blood Fart Lake is probably going to end up on there. I'm just saying. Blood Fart uh,
2: Lake, really? Yeah. That's an yeah. amazing. To, that you know what's just as good as, as Blood Fart Lake is a as is Fart Chicken. Fart Chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> fart Chicken. Um,
1: I have some tangential involvement with Blood Fart Lake, and it's not that good. Um, so oh I'm
0: sure with a title like
1: that it's going to be gold it's got some moments but uh, that's for another time <laughs> um, anyways back to the show the heroes synchronized their watches and split up Cindy and Eddie go one way Paul goes another way now we cut back to more food jokes as Big Ed Cecil and Mavis are talking about food and they decide to go to Burgerland which is owned by Cecil and is run entirely by little people. That. Like. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: I was. I'm like. What is up with the little people burger joint? But then they had to double down. Because they had the manager come in. And start making all sorts of awful little people jokes.
3: Yeah.
2: I I, like, it's because. It's because the movie's called the munchies. And those are munchkins.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the munchies. <laughs> for whatever reason. Who were in the cave, are now at Burgerland, and they, aside, they decide to attack the manager, and the little people run for it. All the while, Mavis and, and crew are trying to
0: order at the drive-thru.
1: The drive-thru, which the he's talking into a cup on a string <laughs> on a board, which <laughs> yep. is something that I didn't watch, I didn't notice until I caught it for the first time uh, watching it now. <laughs> Again, like this joke That doesn't stick It's funny But like you don't notice that as a kid in the 80s And you don't notice it until your 100th viewing Of
3: munchies
1: (laughs) Um, Now they have the munchies In the cave Ed, they just cut to that Ed tries to convince Oh yeah, little Eddie tries to convince Cindy That Paul sucks Mm -hmm. And that he's clearly the better romantic choice They cut back to Big Ed and Melvis flirting in the car And talking about food, they cut then back to Eddie and Cindy. And Cindy convinces Eddie he needs to turn around and go away. And he walks into a wall and knocks himself out for some physical comedy.
0: Did you notice how the actor put his hands up so his hands hit the wall and then he fell down? Yeah. Like, he
1: he didn't even commit. It's just bizarre. Like, why is it in there? I don't know. But there's just (laughs) this pretfall where little Eddie walks into a wall and passes out. And that's all you see of him for quite some time. Uh, the munchies attack Cindy because she's a girl and that's funny. Mm-hmm. Then you, Well, cut back. you know,
2: they probably want to see your boobs.
1: Yep. <laughs> what boobs?
2: Exactly. They just want to see boobs, man. That's all it. these munchies have wanted. The whole movie is to boobs see boobs.
1: And, yep. Boobs. Yeah. It's the eighties. That's all they cared about. Yeah. Uh, Then you cut back to more food jokes. This time, Melvis says, Cheese squeeze makes my eyeballs itch. (laughs) Which is the line of the movie. Uh, You get lots of shenanigans now of munchies in some sort of factory in the cave where Cecil's making his food. So it's like conveyor belts and shit, and they decide they're going to cut themselves into pieces. Um, Cindy, on the run from some of the munchies, decides to hide in Toxie's shack, which again is in this cave for some fucking reason. And she's singled out by Arnold Ziffel. And he gets all Pepe Le Pew. And yeah, Jack Nicholson, I, it's weird. I he wrote gets, that like, exact thing. Rabies. I
0: said, why is he suddenly Peppy Le Pew?
1: Um,
0: <laughs> also, I was going to say, Mavis and gang are trapped in the elevator.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and dude uh, Big Ed, he's like, I have closet phobia. And I was
1: like, yeah, oh, Yeah, like some God. weird physical comedy with the the three bad guys in an elevator. The lights go out and you catch Mavis and Big Ed making out because it's not any more obvious. Mm -hmm. The munchies decide to chop themselves into little pieces in the beef jerky machine because of course they do. So now you have hundreds of munchies. Who is talking to me? Um, Paul shows up, kills a bunch of the munchies with some electricity, like there's a frayed wire, and he zaps them all by touching against the metal of the machine. Mm-hmm. But Arnold Ziffel uh, is the last remaining munchie. Uh, Paul and Cindy find that Cecil's ingredients are all toxic waste and they're horrible, and they get proof to stop it. Uh, the bad guys get out of the elevator. They hand the proof to Big Ed, and Big Ed and Little Eddie show up and decide that they need to arrest Cecil and Mavis. That's it, conflict solved. <laughs> yep. Um, and they kind of have a wrap up where they go back home. They have one remaining statue of Arnold Ziffel. Uh, there's a cameo from Paul Bartle, who is in a lot of the new Concord movies. You could, I always remember him from Killbots as one of the yeah. people. Yeah. say he. Um, a- he
2: always profa- plays a professor in like every eighties
3: movie.
1: Yeah, always he- a professor. <laughs> yep. Uh. It's fucking weird. Paul's dad says, "You know what? You did a good job, even though like people were killed and the munchies ran amok. You can be a stand-up comedian." They sell the statue to Paul Bartle, the professor, and he decides like this is like some sort of breakthrough. And he gives him twenty-five thousand dollars for it. Mm-hmm. The dad, the dad says that he has the glowing goop analyzed that he found in the cave, and it's toxic waste of unknown origin. So he thinks Manchu Picchu is a toxic waste dumping sight of the gods dun 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 and then they have the professor riding off into the desert sort of like Terminator and there's a lightning bolt that hits his car and Arnold Ziffel says amigo
0: so lightning turns the statue back
1: right like a light switch mm-hmm. and that's it that's munchies
0: it wanted to be gremlins so bad it did. Yeah.
2: So, so badly.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, final thoughts on this flick is I don't think I will ever watch this again. No, I don't think I have to. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe when I'm much older, I'll be like, what was that movie Munchies about? And I'll revisit it. I don't know. But uh, kind of like uh, we did for this. But I don't think I'll ever watch Munchies again. I might watch the sequels, though, because after finding out that there were sequels when I was talking to you about it the other night um, and realizing Mike, I've never seen them. Mike. Yes? Don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might have to.
1: You know how, like, they always warn you as a kid to not stick a fork in a toaster to get your toast out? Yes. And, like, the consequences of sticking the fork in the toaster are so bad that you never actually want to try it to find out. <laughs> This is a they, fork and a toaster moment. Gotcha. You don't need to watch Munchie. I don't care that Dom DeLuise voices this bizarre animatronic puppet and Death Stalkers in it. Don't watch it.
2: But Dom DeLuise.
1: It's Dom DeLuise voiced everything for like ten years because he decided to stop acting and Burt Reynolds wasn't doing like Cannonball movies anymore. Uh, oh, just them. trust me. It's not worth your time. It's the worst. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. And I only know this because the only way to get Munchies on DVD is in a two-pack with Munchie, the sequel. And this is the only franchise to go backwards instead of like... It'd be like Aliens in the sequel. Alien. So this is Munchies and Munchie. Let's take that thing you liked a lot and give you one of it in the sequel. But have have it be nothing like the uh, the first one. Yeah, it's in name only. This would be like... Garbage Pail Kid You know
0: Now there, there's one we could cover for this Garbage Pail Kid's the movie
1: Fuck I want one where it's actually We're enjoying ourselves And it's not like a uh, slog Reviewing them like these have been um, <laughs> It's tough It's it's really tough uh,
2: Hey 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 we all got a kick out Of the John Stamos one Come on
1: it was, <laughs> that, that one was pretty fucking hilarious <laughs> It's a fun movie, but like my breakdown skills are nowhere near Mike's. I just I need lots and lots and lots of practice. Yeah, and, and Poe was like, "This movie sucks." He just <laughs> he
2: just like ran out of the room because it sucks so bad. Like he doesn't care that the kitten's in here wandering he, around anymore. I
0: think he got excited because he heard John Stamos. He's like, "Where?"
2: My dog's not a Stamos fan. No, <laughs> all all Wait. Dave Coulier for him.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, who isn't a John Stamos? Man? Come on, he was it Stargrove.
1: <laughs> oh man,
0: Stargrove, Star Grove. <laughs> answer to the danger song. <laughs>
1: uh, what are some movies you got Don, Do you have a favorite bad movie that's not I, Troll Two? I I
2: I don't. I I I will have to look through the the many many things that are on like Tubi or Pluto or. HBO Max uh, <laughs> I mean there is a bunch but we could do, guys we could do the ultimate bad movie What's of, that? Sh- of Showgirls
1: <laughs>
0: I
2: actually yeah.
1: suggested that at one point <laughs> it's, just, it's not a horror movie but I should yeah that's the other thing is it like I can't put that up and have my wife happy that. Um,
2: <laughs> come together call grandma up you guys can. <laughs> we'll
1: get the ouija board out and grandma can watch yeah, show Girls. Exactly. <laughs> i was gonna suggest I'll
2: bring dad uh and i'll be fine
1: how about teen witch oh teen witch is a good one uh teen. does it hold up
0: probably not but it's got that dude from near dark and uh yeah uh, class of 1999 the where he's like brother he's like nobody likes you you're a dog a dog <laughs> That's top the that. scene that sticks with that. Oh, oh my god. god, the top that rap scene. I forgot
1: about that. You wanted to keep with that the the top that. Um Yeah, there's a lot of bad movies, but like let's each pick one. Don, you've got however long it takes us to get to another one of these. Okay. Two months. uh Who knows? Um, there's gotta be a piece of shit out there that you really enjoy. A guilty pleasure bad movie.
2: I'm sure there is. I just I can't think of it right now because this movie
1: has munched Melted my own eyeballs. brain. <laughs>
0: now, are we actually picking movies we like or are we picking?
1: Hey, you know, my fire quality, <laughs> you know, my taste in bad movies where I'm like swearing up and down munchies is good for the longest time. And then I watch it. and I'm like, oh, Christ, I'm sorry. Watch so, it. I
2: may, I may just pick Teen Wolf 2 for that very reason. Oh, don't make me
0: watch that again, no, please. <laughs> I, I, I watched that like a couple months ago for raise my rentals. <laughs> I don't want to do it again.
1: That I still painful. that movie soured me on. Um, what's his name as an actor for life? Oh, God,
0: it's Jason so Babin? Jason. Babin.
1: I can't give him a pass.
2: Are you kidding me? He makes fun of it. He's like, yeah, I don't put it on any resumes anymore. <laughs> oh, it, it's awful. <laughs>
1: I just see him, and I'm like, he that's not Michael J. Fox every he, time I see him.
2: It was all because they wanted a sequel, and he, Michael J. Fox didn't want to
0: come back. Can you, can you blame him? Nobody nope. except for Chubbs wanted to come back. Chubbs and the dad, they were the only ones that came back. Even though, like, the coach was supposed to be the same guy played by a different actor. Friggin' Styles was supposed to be the same guy played by a different actor. Like, yeah, no one wanted to come back for Teen Wolf.
1: We could do Lover Boy. Now, see, I actually—that's
0: actually, I, like
1: that. I, that's I had actually that, pretty good. I,
2: good. I was just—I was looking because "Can't Buy Me Love" came across on this list that I was looking. at. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty bad," but Lover Boy's worse. I,
1: um,
0: I actually do enjoy both "Can't Buy Me Love" and Lover Boy. They're awful movies, but they're—they're they're
1: fun. Well, if we're really gonna go deep in his catalog, how about Meatballs Three?
0: Oh, I think any of the Meatballs movies would be good contenders.
1: Uh, oh, god. Have you guys seen Part Four with Corey Feldman?
0: (laughs) Yes, unfortunately, (laughs) it's really bad. (laughs) It's uh, it's pretty
1: damn awful.
2: I don't know why I have a memory of him being in the one with the alien as a child though.
1: Uh, I think it's Keith Coogan. No,
0: yes, fuck that fucking alien, man.
1: I love meat. Meat's the best.
0: It's such a weird looking alien. It's just cheap and oh
2: my stupid. god oh my god oh my god porkies we gotta cover porkies
0: we cover <laughs> porkies <laughs> but now it, again porkies is actually kind of funny <laughs> like, it is but porkies come on it, it's awful but like it still has one of my favorite physical comedy jokes in any movie where the cops are driving along the the, the, the like backwood road and you just see peewee butt naked run by going like <laughs> he just runs by the <laughs> car. <laughs> Every time I see that, I lose my shit. It's so fucking funny. I think if we're gonna go bad, we we could do something like House Three. I if like a- House Three. Or a show. Oh, you do like that. That's right. Okay. All I right. That. All right. We
2: we've 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 got like a month. We can we can figure it out.
0: <laughs> G- yes. Galaxy of Terror.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That would be good. Um. um.
1: A lot of bad Italian zombie films would fit that bill. Um, Burial Ground. I think Burial Ground. You've done Burial Ground. Yeah, we did Burial
0: Ground. Um, But I wouldn't be opposed to covering that in a different format.
1: Like Zombie Um, Lake something. Um, There's movies that I could show that are hilarious, but they're not streaming anywhere. I was telling um, Matt there's a movie called Zombie 90 Extreme Pestilence. That's a (laughs) dub. Hear me out. I'm going to paint a picture for you, and you can think about how funny it is, but for reasons it's not streaming anywhere and it's impossible to find. Okay. It There's a director called Andre Shinas who made the violent shit films. Have you ever heard of violent shit? I have not. They're shot on 16mm films from Germany that are like guar effects.
3: <laughs> okay. It was like a
1: thin plot, and somebody gets their head ripped off or their face ripped off, and there's like cheesy gore and he made a name for himself for about 20 years in making these films and his first movie violent shit one got dubbed over by just some fans that got it in a tape trading page brought to america and they dub everybody it's like these skinny white kids in germany and they dubbed them over like the most jive voices you've ever fucking heard and they released it as this movie called zombie 90 in the states and it's just like this illegal fan Dub uh, sort of like what they did with Night of Living Dead mm-hmm. where it's like *Night of the day of the dawn of the things That stopped living And it's just a bad dub Of everybody in Night of Living Dead so it's like that but it's A movie where nobody knew what the German language Version of it was because they didn't speak German And It's these skinny white kids talking like Very ghetto is the best Way I can describe it without Coming across like a complete asshole But they used real music in scenes so they have like mariah carey and like bobby brown and of like all of these like r&b artists at the time cut in for it mm. and i have a vhs copy of it and it was like an extra hidden extra on a dvd a long time ago uh from one of those like indie release companies that's the only way it's available it's not streaming anywhere it might be on youtube i gotta look but it's just funny from the dubbing standpoint because they literally just make it up as they go and try to have it make sense it's fucking hilarious um you have to see it to believe it it's one of those things like i'm probably upselling and it sucks now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> but
0: well i mean i could definitely see doing something like that just because it's so strange um but i would say like if we're gonna stick with horror uh we should we should kind of dabble in the realm of movies like night beast and hollywood chainsaw hookers
1: oh like, oh kind of
0: Hang out Fred on
1: Ray, yeah,
0: yeah. Hang out in that territory, but if we're gonna venture out, uh, we do have Artist the movies? option. I mean, well, no, because again, there's there's some nostalgic love for Ernest, but uh, no, you, I
2: I got it, guys. I, I was I gonna say it.
0: I got I got a couple good ones here. Go but for it. I was gonna say the 1990s Captain America movie with the rubber ears. Is it available anywhere? Oh, I'm I'm sure we can find it. It's Probably on YouTube, the full movie. Um. You, we could honestly any of those, the Roger Corman Fantastic Four. I know that's available out there. Yeah. Um one that actually did, you know, have some, some meat on the bones that people seem to like, but Flash Gordon. That's oh, the- we can't I love Flash Gordon. Wait. It's it's a pretty awful movie, but it's fun.
1: Flash or Flesh?
0: Flash. <laughs> Flash.
1: <laughs> <laughs> 1980s, well, either
2: way. Either way.
1: Nineteen eighties Queen? Yes. That's a that's a class, that's a five star movie. What are you talking yeah. about?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you going to tell it? me Xanadu? <laughs> yeah, you, fuck you. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. You said Xanadu. What's the? Um, oh my god, Zardoz. Zardoz. Thank you. Yes, Zardoz. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> that
1: so I, I, I,
2: guys, guys, we are missing the best <laughs> worst movie of of all time of the
0: eighties. What's that? What's that? Mac and me. Yeah. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, don't. Why did, why did you do that to us?
1: <laughs> why would you? I've wanted to mention Mac and me for a long time, but it's just that running gag with, with uh, Paul Conan O'Brien <laughs> and Paul Rudd that I feel like it's very obvious. That's like a Troll 2 level. Yeah, that is true. It's hilariously bad. Um, I'm down. Oh, fuck. Oh, and Susie wants in on... Uh, one of our upcoming Dumpster Fire Theaters, too. FYI. So, uh, all right, well, this has been Munchies. We had to pad this to get it to a full hour and a half left to movie. Uh, (laughs) And I'm here to tell you about Cecil B. Waterman's Western (laughs) Beefland, home of the Tater Tot Buffet. Remember,
2: support your local malls, or children will (laughs) break into schools.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> remember to throw fireworks at people who piss you off. When you're yes. Drag? That is or the correct way to do road rage. More strangeness from this fucking movie. <laughs> I can And probably... next time
2: you're at the ice cream shop, make sure you try rum raisin.
1: Ugh. 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 Who combined those two flavors and thought, let's make a fucking ice cream out of this? <laughs> I don't know. There's been some bad ice creams out there. So one raisin, anything in ice cream is not right. Yeah. I, I have to agree with you there. And rum. Like, is that just like, is it actually butterscotch? They call it rum. It better be. Cause I don't, that's like Tito's vodka ice cream. I don't think
0: I've ever had rum raisin to be honest. I've
1: never no, had rum raisin. I don't see it. I don't even know of,
0: if it, I don't
2: even think it exists
1: anymore. If it does. It's disgusting. That's like butter brickle. <laughs> Oh, ice cream man!
0: Oh, ice Howard. cream oh, man! Okay, Clint Howard, yeah,
1: that's six with fun. Clint Howard. Ticks is another good one. Classic. We'll think of stuff. We each, we each pick one.
2: Yeah, we'll fu- we'll figure out something.
1: And as long as it's streaming somewhere, or if we have it on DVD, I don't care if people can find it or not. Fuck them. <laughs> um, <laughs> as long as all three of us can watch it, a okay with me.
0: I mean, let's be honest. I don't think our listeners are actually going and seeking these films out. Are you kidding
2: me? Someone's watching Munchies tonight. Tonight. They're going to be like, I got to see this fucking dumpster fire right now.
1: I
0: want to know about Toxic Beef Jerky.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) I think it's just like the 12 people that listen to this episode love our voices for (laughs) ever strange reason. And three of them are on this call right now. (laughs) So that's. Nine listeners, one of them is Susie. <laughs> one of them is Matt Yep which Got a couple of
2: Joshes
1: A yep. couple of Joshes, that leaves five mystery listeners That I've yet to find out who they are <laughs> <laughs> That could just be like AI on the internet that, That's just scraping The podcast to make voices
0: This could very well be this, Yeah
1: So, you know Two years of hard effort is just <laughs> bullshit.
0: Eventually, you'll hear your voice advertising Toxic Beef jerky.
1: Yeah, or telling people to watch Ghoulies when I mean Munchies. <laughs> I well, mean, everybody?
0: again, it was a better movie, so
1: <laughs> I can understand I, why. I, they're all bleeding together now. I get them confused. Uh, Don?
2: Do you, do you want to do any plugs?
1: Oh, yeah. Don, what are you plugging?
2: Uh, I will later on soon be plugging my phone into an outlet
1: uh, so it will charge,
2: um, and that's probably about it. I, you know on the island, it, you, where
1: should you get your pizza? Uh,
2: John's Pizza? You should you should get it totally from there, and make sure you tip your d-
1: delivery drivers really, really well, except Steve. Um, <laughs> except Steve. <laughs> Just to let you guys know, in the wintertime, the standard rate for a tip is 50%. Uh, and Dawn takes all forms of currency. Cash, grass, and ass. <laughs> oh, and spoken word poetry. Remember that.
2: No. So if you don't no, have cash, no spoken a, like, word like her, poetry. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no spoken word poetry. No.
1: Get the bongos out. i
2: know and no kind of animal. Please, no kind of animal. The house of abandoned kitty is full.
1: <laughs> Don doesn't need your pet axolotl because you can't tip her for the extra breadsticks that you. Well,
2: get. I need an axolotl. Mm.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have one of those. <laughs> but uh Mike, we got Raised by Reynolds and Boogeyman's Closet. Oh, yes. there's
2: an exciting Boogeyman's Closet coming. I know yes.
0: that. Uh, by the time this actually
2: it would probably be already out.
0: Yes, it'll be out by the time this episode comes out. So, but yeah, uh, Demon Knight got slightly delayed uh, just because I ended up having too many things going on this weekend. So I couldn't get through the edits in time. So I'm hopefully going to do that uh, tonight and tomorrow night and we'll have it up by Wednesday.
1: It's a great movie that still holds up. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I wish I could say that much about Bordello Blood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we complain about that.
2: It is, it is discussed heavily
1: yep. uh, All right guys Damn, Thank brilliant. you for sitting through this uh, Experiment called Dumpster fire theater that will Slowly get better and better Hopefully
2: Damn so, it, Damn it. <laughs> Rod, Next dumpster fire theater should be a bordello of blood
1: <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You know what like, we think they're good. I really want to sit down and be like, is this movie going to be fun to talk about or is it just fucking painfully bad? Uh, right. Corey Feldman can't save that fucking movie. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> nope.
2: it, and, and Mike hasn't even listened to the episode yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm excited.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, fun times. Okay. All right. Thanks, Bye. everybody, for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.
3: ha
0: <laughs> ha count creepy dot on the world wide web must i say it again did you not listen count creepy c o u n t k r e e p y
3: ah